Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Merlot. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take a shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Yeah, it's still that. Um, we have a <laughs> we have a guest today. Yay! I love Yay. when we have guests on the show. Um, my friend Cece is joining us today, and Cece, you can like introduce yourself and share whatever bio you'd like to share <laughs> for the show. Woo! Hey y'all! Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm Cece. I live in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, my birthday's coming up January 11th. Uh, Capricorn. Um, <laughs> I love all things cultural arts. I enjoy um, dancing, singing, writing music, all that good stuff. I'm a bit of a nerd at times, but it's all good. I don't know. She's going to be a doctor soon. Oh my gosh. Yay. Oh, hopefully. Love that. <laughs> no, we're we're going to speak it into existence. It's yes. going to happen. So, yes, I will be Dr. Cece hopefully soon. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'm just excited to be here. Happy that the uh, holidays are coming and going, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a great day. <laughs> what area uh, of study are you? Um, are you? Yeah, I'm studying, and it's in education with um, a specialization in organizational leadership. So nice. I did my uh, master's in organizational leadership. And wanted to, you know, get more involved and be able to teach it in a university level, at a university level, I should say. And it all started because, like, I was in a job where the management was very, um, they suck. And uh, I was like, oh, I could be a better leader than that. So it led me down my path. And here we are. Oh, nice. That's so interesting. I actually didn't know that that was the start of the whole journey, but I've kind of been here since you've already been like deep into getting, you know, more degrees. So very cool. Started with terrible. Shayna is also getting uh, a additional degree. She's getting her, her master's in, in, well, you can say what you're getting, but I think one day she'll also be getting a doctorate too. So. Right. That's, that's the, um, the long goal right now I'm I'm in the process of completing my master's uh in clinical psychology so yeah. we need more need more we of do you. we do <laughs> it's, it seems like you know now is really a great time since so many people are open to the idea these days so nice yeah. yes I awesome. love that I love it well welcome CC uh do you guys want to get into the icebreaker right now? Or yeah, let's do it. Let's just hop okay. on. In. Let's <laughs> let's hop in. So, what is one thing aside from cheating that kills a relationship? Mm. One thing aside from oh, not spending enough time with that person. Maybe oh, like that's a good one. Right. I was I was gonna say money problems. 
Well, yeah, that's... I was gonna say money problems as well. Well, damn. What's, what's another one? <laughs> Let's think of one more, a third one. Um, dishonesty. That'll definitely kill it for, for whatever sure. it is. Dishonesty. You could be, you could be lying about, you know, your mom's still doing your laundry, and that's still mm-hmm. gonna be an ick to me. Like, why are you lying? Right. Yeah. Because some people lie to just lie. We don't need that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let me ask you this. Do you think that looks could play a part? Like, meaning, like, if you used to, like, portray yourself as one way in the beginning, might have been, like, you know, doing a little extra. Doing a sewing. Now a it's just friend. giving, I'm I'm a J. Like, I'm just out here. Yeah, I'm bummy all I the time. I don't even care. You don't ever dress yeah. up anymore. Right. Like, That's you know, is true. Is that something that can count? Or... I feel like it can count, but... I also feel like my honestly my nigga need to be like supportive if I'm going through that time where I just want to be like this let me be like this it's it's hard you know like I'm very much like 50 50 so I think like I want to talk about it because if you were somebody that like kind of cared about your appearance or your you know the way you dress or the way you carry yourself and And now now you're falling off that's yeah like let's get that's clearly symbolic of something else or it could be the complete opposite you was you was you know not the most dressed or right great looking but then all of a sudden you change yeah. it to a whole other, you know, it could be opposite too. Just saying. you're trying to be in designer all the time now, <laughs> being like super extra. Yeah, yeah, and used to being wearing old navy shit before. Let's talk <laughs> about it. Let's let's talk about it. You know, right. we were just I was just having a conversation with um my friends when I was back home, and we were talking about like X and how like your partner could have certain like things that you don't like or things that like are cringy to you. What's an X that you <laughs> you are willing to accept from your partner? It's not going to be a deal breaker, but it still really fucking annoys you. Mm. Mm. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Well, my my partner already knows what that one thing is that annoys the hell out of me, but yet I continue, continue to love her and just <laughs> love that we have. But right. she knows. I'ma just say it. Say it. You like to be messy. Uh mm-hmm. <laughs> and that drives me crazy. I'm a I'm a I could be a pretty organized, you know, clean yeah. my things in certain places and just look in a certain way. And I love my partner to death, but um, it's almost like a kid, like a little Tasmanian devil. Just she, she's right. I know she is, but um, I can have everything just straightened up, nice and clean. And here she comes, just shoe here, pants here, back <laughs> here, and I'm just like, really, really. And then voice right. out of me, and I'll be like, I'll sometimes argue with her about it. But uh, at the end of the day, it's something I have accepted. Right. And just you know what I gotta put a little extra time and just picking up some shit and um yeah I still love her to death though that's so, really right. cute and that is very mature I feel like also is. <laughs> yeah. right. what about you Shana okay so like the nail biting or cutting <laughs> when you cut the nail and then like leaving the nail on the side table <laughs> and forgetting about it instead of just picking it up like what you know did you forget yeah. at some yeah, point like we're you know really watching gross. we're watching tv or whatever and maybe like you got into the nail thing and then you just put it there and 
and I'm just I know I know it's not me. It's never me. So <laughs> that is definitely one of the things that's like really annoying, but like not enough to be like a deal breaker, but just kind of like yo, please. Yo, what the fuck? That was the so- most random thing i i didn't think <laughs> like, i thought you were saying like when they bite their nails or cut their nails too close because that's actually it for me but i don't think oh, yeah, that would yeah. be a deal breaker but when they have the nail like one of my really close guy friends like he bites his nails like a nervous kind of thing and it he just bites him until it's nothing to bite and i'm just like oh, wow. it's just yeah like, yeah that's so yes that's cool. when it's like it's a lot but for me, it's just the random nail. The like remnant. The remnant. Like yeah, like you didn't even, you didn't want to, you forgot about it? Like what happened? What's going on here? So, yeah. I did that before. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? It's crazy because, you know, I might like clip my nails, like my toenail or something. I'm sure it's happened, but like, it's like something that you feel like you would be a little more mindful of because you are right. at someone else's place. Yeah, but, that, that's very true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. In that same in that same vein, I have to say the toilet seat. The toilet seat. That's a big one. You know, fucking with these, yeah. these niggas. And <laughs> if you come into my house and you're doing that, even if it was our shared place, I'm sorry, you got to put the seat down. Unless you have your own stall and you do whatever you want to do in there, that's fine. But if we're sharing the toilet, you need to put that seat down. That is crazy. Like, come on, man. Have a little consideration. Clean up that pee around the toilet, okay? Oh, my goodness. Aim better. More than that. (laughs) Aim better. That was good. That was good. That was a good icebreaker. That was a two-folder. Yeah, it was, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's get into the sign-up and our game that we have planned for Capricorn season. So the name of this game is called Das Cap, which <laughs> is essentially two truths and a lie. But we just, yeah. you know, put a little spin on it. Instead of saying, like, that's a lie, we're just going to call out that's Cap for, you know, the lie. Yeah, the lie. First part is going to be like ones just for you, Cece, because it's going to be about Capricorns. So you can say oh, like, okay. okay, this is like a Capricorn thing or not. That's the first like couple questions. And then we'll each get around to do our own that like, so yeah. we'll just play, play the game of like doing it ourselves. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So the first category is for any Capricorn. First thing is gets drunk and calls their ex. The second is expensive and penny pinching at the same time. And the third is has complete control of their emotions. So I don't know. And then you say, you say like, which one is cap? Right. Which, which one, one is the be... lie? Yeah. Okay. So, all right. I, know I can the... read them again too. If you, if you need me. Yeah. To. What was the first one again? Gets drunk and call their ex. Okay, and then the second one was expensive, but penny pinching. Expensive mm-hmm. and penny pinching at the same time. That's a true one. And then what was the last one? <laughs> <laughs> Has complete control of their emotions. I would say the cap is the first one. Okay. Oh, okay. 
Gotcha. Well, that's so, not cap. the The cap one is full control of the emotions, nigga. No, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have full. I feel like oh, have, you feel like you do? Yeah, we oh. may like we may present like for instance, I might present that I'm okay because I I I could my emotions. I try to keep it just chill, like I'm okay, but whatever but meanwhile sometimes yeah in my head I'm like screaming or cursing somebody out but mm-hmm. for the most part like I think we know how to control our emotions around people and everything okay. because there are there's a difference between the December and the January cap there, just, there are you know hey we, we, we yeah, say that we, a lot about all yeah, a lot of the about signs. A lot of signs most signs there's the yeah and you know I think you have you have a point though with the piece about being able to kind of like have that straight face even though inside you might be like mm, doing jumping jacks maybe overthinking <laughs> yeah overthinking the whole thing but presenting. a lot of times like a lot of people don't know how we're feeling because we kind of just keep that that mm-hmm. same like straight face but meanwhile we could be just sad we got our guard down right. in front of like people who we know who we trust but mm-hmm. to the outside world, it just looks like we got everything. Like everything is okay. Like, right? Because a lot of times people are like, "Man, you just seem to have so much control over your life." If they only knew, I'm over here like, ah, you know. But it's you know, I I think it's the difference between the December and January. So that might be a, a that might be right, true. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> thinking of some December and January Capricorns, that might be true because you know, you and my sister have one i don't know if you remember this but my sister's birthday is on the 12th of january okay and i definitely think she has way more inner turmoil whereas i'm far more outwardly emotional and expressive than she is she's kind of like resting bitch face or like blank face a lot of the time but inside inside she'll say like inside like i'm literally dying like <laughs> inside yeah. i'm i'm dealing with a lot right yeah now. right exactly yeah okay you want to so, take the next yeah, we'll yeah let me let me let me pull up the next one okay the next one is about tyrese who is a capricorn oh tyrese okay <laughs> okay so the first one is understated the second one is makes beautiful love making music and the third one is really puts an emphasis on physical appearance. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's put much on his physical appearance anymore. Um, <laughs> 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 wait, that's the new cap. Oh, that's that's what you're saying is cap. We picked oh, cap. Un- our cap. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sorry. yeah right. Sorry, I I even said it wrong. Sorry, I'm a little more high already. Um, <laughs> I would say the first one is Cap, that he's understated. Tyrese is, like, literally the most dramatic person. Like, what did she say? Like, have you thought of, think about some of his, like, recent, like, social media antics and, like... Man, you know, thinking of of Tyrese, like, I didn't realize he was a Capricorn. The Mm -hmm. the last couple of years of his life he's just made Capricorns look terrible lord have mercy doesn't he isn't he a December Capricorn though Shayna I can't remember what the birthday yeah was. run that because yeah. December- <laughs> you're like that this is essential for you you're like uh 
Let me. But he's that. also a male Capricorn, which I hear he's, is not yeah. the greatest thing. Yeah, he's a December thirtieth baby. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that actually cap, it, A January cap wouldn't even been doing all that crying and stuff. It's just one. The January cap is getting closer to Aquarius, so I feel like that has some impact because, there, yeah. as we know, Aquarians can be a little bit more stoic emotionally and so on and so forth. So maybe that has something to do with it. Um, and my moon and rising is Aquarius, so I guess. Wow. Look at that. Exactly. Your moon and rising? Is that the, the saying right here? My, wow. Well, wow. I'm Capricorn, but everything else is Aquarius. Yeah. Wow, a double Aquarius. Nice. Look at that, Shana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did like I did my like my mom told me my um birthday time of birth and time, everything. Yeah. Entered mm-hmm. it into this app and it said like Co-star, yeah, right? Co-star. I think it was. Let yeah, me add you as my friend on there. I think it is. I don't know. It was something, but I was like, it makes sense. My yeah. both my parents are Aquarius. Um, oh, okay. Like my good friends, my my one of my sisters is Aquarius. I'm I have a lot of Aquarius energy. So, wow. Um, maybe that's why you and my, Shayna could be friends. Nice. Aquarius too. Yeah, yeah, I am. I am. Mm-hmm. It's just something about Aquarius. That's right. why you're the clinical counsel because Aquariuses are smart as hell. Yeah, well, I'm, hello. Like, <laughs> that intelligence, like this is true. I mean, goddamn. Yeah. Right. This is That's true. We had someone on, like an astrologer, come on, and she gave us a little reading, and that she mentioned, like, I'm a forever student, and I'm like, that is yeah. crazy. Like, I'm like <laughs> in school right now, you know, like, <laughs> and I plan on being here for a while. So. Yeah. <laughs> really, I mean, tripping, but um, yeah. That's, That's cute. Okay. Yeah. So, Are you doing the last one? I am. And that is okay. Capricorn traits. So first thing Capricorns are workaholics and driven for success. Second That's is they're an open book. They share freely. The third, the friend you call when you're stranded. I would say the second one is Cap. And it is, girl. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. Yeah. Right. You're like, uh-uh. <laughs> we were just talking about being emotionally, like, reserved. You're like, yeah. So no one's sharing freely over here. But right. once you get to know us, like, and, like, really rock with us, then we start telling oh, yeah. all types of stuff. Everything. Don't hear everything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely. Okay, that was great. So... I can share mine. The first is Cuba Gooding Jr. flirted with me before. The second is I fell off a jet ski in Hawaii. And the third is I graduated as principal's choice in high school. Oh, wow. She's a bad bitch. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) Principal's choice. Principal's choice. And then what was the second one again? I fell off a jet ski in Hawaii. And, and the first, first one was Cuba. Cuba getting the... Yeah, flirted with me before. Mm. I'm going to let Cece guess what the lie is. Based on the 15 minutes that she spent with you. <laughs> I feel like Cuba probably did flirt with her. <laughs> 
I'm gonna say because you know sometimes in these games it'd be like they try to seem like that the obvious one would be yeah right you know so I'm gonna say the cap is you didn't fall off a jet ski. What was the third one? I graduated as principal's choice. Okay, yeah. So you didn't fall off the jet ski? Girl, though. I'll be scared as hell. <laughs> I would not yeah. want to anyone. Mm-mm. I The one time I ever rode a jet ski, I thought I was going to fall off. And I was, like, squeezing with dear life with my thighs. But it was so wet, I couldn't get a grip. It was very scary. Jet skis, like, I don't know. I don't know if jet skiing is for me. Maybe he was going too fast, but I was scared as fuck. I think it works when you can control it. But when you're riding behind someone, I couldn't imagine that. Because, right? yeah, no. Okay, so who's next? I'm going to go next. I don't really like my three, but I changed one of them just because Shayna changed one. Shayna had one that inspired me, but I'm going to say extremely close with chosen family slash friends. Loves when plans change last minute and shared a limo with Spike Lee to an event. Which one is the cat? What was the first one again? Um, extremely close with chosen family slash friends. And then the second. Sorry, I'm messing up your dream. Um, no, you're good. No, you're good. Um, the second one was loves when plans change last minute. I feel like that's the cap. You know, that obvious, but I didn't want to be the one to say <laughs> it. Because I'm like, who would? You know, I, who I mean, would maybe, love? Maybe a maybe certain somebody type of person. Does. Right, because I know you're, you're close to your family and your chosen family and friends. I know that, yeah. and I know that you <laughs> rode and you know, <laughs> so it was spicy. Sis said, "Loves when plans change last minute. Love that. <laughs> Love it." <laughs> I was trying to take something that I really hate and just flip it to make that the lie because I couldn't think up a good lie. Um, but I could have just done another like celebrity lie, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I just thought of a it, good it, one it that would have been a lie. I think another next time when you're playing, I should this just game do all someone, celebrity, all celebrity because people would not really be able to decipher right. what's real and what's not. Right, and I can just pick like you know, a you know like black talent, and people would be like, "That's probably that's probably true. <laughs> that probably did happen." <laughs> Right. Um, okay, CC. Bro, I'm gonna just say it from dumb because um, okay, yeah, I didn't write nothing down. All right. Okay. Number one, I hope I remember what I said. <clears throat> number one, I once taught Zumba while in Jamaica. Okay. Number two, I graduated with high honors in my master's program. It seems very likely. Okay. Number three is I hate horror movies. Mm, that might be true because we was all scared in that haunted house. Shit. I'm going to say, I don't know, though. Those are all good ones because what Cece right. did not mention is that she's a Zumba instructor, bitch. Like, Honestly, and she's really giving like, yeah, I did do that. 
So right, I'm gonna say right. that's, that's the <laughs> truth. That's true. That is the truth. Okay. So then the second one, um, the second one was high honors. Okay, so I guess I have to pick that one. You did not get high honors, even though I feel like you definitely did because you're like really smart and doing well. What was the last one again? What was the last one? I I hate horror movies. Maybe that's. <laughs> Maybe you love horror movies? Is that the lie? I don't know. I don't know. Yes, <laughs> that is the cap. I oh. love horror movies. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay. So, because you love horror movies, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed how horrible horror movies are these days. Like in terms of what's available, like what's right. been the most scariest, like you know, like really good movie for you in the past like you know year or two or something oh in the past year oh i don't even know um, or do you have if do you have like a film that you always go back to that you um i have a few films that's like my all-time favorites mm-hmm. i started watching them as a kid and now i just love them that is the amityville movies oh mm-hmm. i feel and like the they Exorcist. have a lot of a lot of yes. and the exorcist yeah. those were like my two faves so right. have you ever watched like Exorcist two and three? No, I don't think Me I did. Me neither. Me neither. I didn't even know there was an Exorcist three until I the Jeffrey not, Dahmer until thing. Until you just said it, I didn't Same, know there was a two and Well, no, in Jeffrey Dahmer, in the Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix show, they said that he would yeah, make his he victims was, watch he was watching Exorcist that. three. Yeah, it was Exorcist oh, three though. He did mention that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that is so fucking random. Mm. That Jeffrey Dahmer thing was crazy, too. I would say that was one of the most disturbing things I've watched. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that that was the most disturbing thing of 2022, like movie, like TV show wise or whatever. Absolutely. Disturbing, but I could not stop watching. Me neither. And I think that that was the majority of the world because it was really with the viewership. The creepy acting was too good. I know. And then they had all the kids was dressing up as Dahmer for Halloween, which is sick. Sick. But but about the Exorcist, real quick. The Exorcist. My sister and I used to have scary movie nights when I was like too young to be really watching that shit. And The Exorcist was one of the first ones that actually had me fucked up. I can't remember if it was the first one or not, because I saw like a few all around that same time. But mm-hmm. yeah, when she was um with the crucifix, you know, that really <laughs> had me traumatized. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. The sound of it. You know what I mean? I was like oh my god that's my most delicate part of my body you know at that age you're like you know those are still your private parts at that age right. so it's kind of just like what the fuck is going on oh is um, that that part was just like yes yeah <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that shit is really crazy that yeah. whole era though her in the bed her head in her vomiting projectile you know, vomit are, yeah that, going through it boy movie for sure it's a horror movie like I feel like those type they're so scary because it's it's so real you know like that shit mm-hmm. really does happen I heard I don't know if you heard this CC but I heard that that actor I can't remember her name she was like really injured a lot throughout the making of that movie like just the way that they was manipulating her body and how yes. she was tied up and shit like that like she was really getting hurt a lot and just think as an actor, you know, they go through this process and just 
how involved they have to be to yeah. where something crazy, you know, yeah. could happen. Yeah, like, right, right. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Same That's thing just, with the the Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz had niggas hanging themselves and all I types know. of crazy shit going on over yeah. there. It's yeah. it's it can it can never really be that deep for me, but like I guess you know, I guess some people for some people it fucking is. I don't know. They going through. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, that was that's Cap the Capricorn game this episode. Happy birthday to the Capricorns who will have their birthday when this episode is airing, and yeah. then we'll have another episode before it's even Cece's birthday. But you know, happy birthday early while you're and on the show. Happy birthday! Yes, thank you. And I'm really excited because Cece's going to be having a party, so I'm ready to turn Ooh. up. I don't know. I got to get it together, and that's one thing about Capricorns. Um, we always try to plan our own parties. <laughs> That is right. that's true. I think for both December and January, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Facts. All right, but now it's time for nosy new. All right, Tory Lanes is in jail. Jail, like Tory yeah. Lanes is in jail for real. Guilty. Like guilty as charged. They're saying that he is uh, guilty of committing the crime. I know if you've been listening for the last couple episodes, I've been following this case very closely. And last episode, you know, there was a curveball. The eyewitness testimony said that they saw Kelsey with the gun. And Kelsey fired off at least two shots mm-hmm. before Tory Lanez took the gun and fired another five shots. So... I don't know, you guys. Something fishy is definitely up. Of course, Tory Lanez's people is saying that he's going to appeal. A part of me really feels like it was him. But then another part of me has a little bit of doubt. And for that reason, I feel like they should have, like, withdrawn the case. You know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. still, I feel like there's still a question mark there. Yeah. When the verdict, once they reach the verdict and they put that, 23 years on them I don't know I started to feel a little like not to discredit anything and like again my relationship with the law and the judicial system is very fucked up fucked up so I while I believe that Tory Lane should pay for what he did I didn't know that that would be the outcome. Like, I don't think he's been sentenced to that amount of time yet. He's supposed to get sentenced officially in January. That's the max, I think. I think that's the maybe it's either that's either the minimum or the maximum. But I'm I'm thinking if I remember correctly, that's the maximum, and he'll get his sentence on sometime in January. Oh, okay, okay. He will do some time though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Even if he does like. 10 <laughs> like you lot. know what i mean that's a lot of time that is a lot of time that will take megan the stallion to like 33 like yeah. and what does a it's 33 a, a year old megan the stallion look like like it's not even the whole music landscape is going to be totally different by then you know yeah wow when you start thinking about that and shit just, like that think, yeah like, and then you just start thinking about i mean i was not there and still don't know what the fuck happened that night. But like, I thought 
they all were having fun prior to that or like they right. were at a party and like all this stuff so it's just crazy how your life can really change in life. but think about it think about it like you you know how it goes okay you could be having a fun night out having the time of your life and then one little thing happens that and now could, you're like, trying to fight off. Now you're trying to fight. Now you're yelling at everybody. Now you're so pissed off and everybody's sobering up because everyone's pissed off now. It's like one thing can happen. And they're saying that when they got in the car, Tori said some slick shit like, hey, yo, homegirl is really trying to fuck me. Like, just to antagonize the situation. And now bitches is fighting. The other thing that I find really interesting is how Kelsey and Megan are denying having physically fought each other, which is weird because it's like, yeah. what's the point of lying about that? You know what I mean? Like, y'all, though, I wouldn't have said that Megan and Kelsey got to tussling and then the bodyguards and Tori came to break them up and then Kelsey got broken up, went around back to the car, got the gun out, fired the first two shots, Tori took the gun from her and shot again. That's what they're saying happened. But they're saying that the fight with Kelsey and Megan was like extremely violent. Is how so it was described. Because I I know that he was found guilty, but I haven't really followed up on everything. Is the Kelsey person is she getting charged with anything? No, because she cut a deal for her testimony to mm-hmm. receive immunity. Yeah. So really, yeah. she had the better lawyer in the game. If if you ask me, this is true. Megan had the bullet fragments in her feet, you know, so it was kind of like Megan didn't was not a shooter. Megan was shot, you know, like officially, officially Megan was shot. It's just a matter of who done it. Right. Hmm. So wow. crazy. I don't know. I think that there's probably still more to the story. I agree. And if anything, Tory Lanez will never be allowed back in America again. Isn't he fucking Canadian? I think at most he's going to be like deported like fuck and just never allowed to come back to America. I just really want to. I know this is not that big of a deal, but Meg is an Aquarius. Okay. She's an Aquarius. (laughs) Tory is a Leo. So oh, like they are really head to head. They and Leo's always thinking somebody wants them anyway. They're <laughs> destined to be like that is destined to be a uh you know tumultuous tumultuous. It, it, it it's not supposed to work out. So that's the really interesting. Thing. Are you saying that from experience, Shana? Have you dealt with a Leo? I have actually yes. yes I'm saying that and you know it's crazy because I wasn't even trying to go there but then I look up to birthday and I'm like I have to get this out he's a Leo <laughs> that is crazy I we should talk about Leos for a second. yeah let's talk about Leos what's your Leo story well my brother is a Leo and some other people I know who are Leos and they just think they're the they're the one um <laughs> <laughs> they think they're right about everything um they always think if somebody is wanting them because that's my brother all the time like not everybody <laughs> not everybody wants you but um i don't know i get along with them but yeah they something else so they are that's how it is 
Leo's be lying. That's been my experience. With Leo's be lying. My mom is a Leo, so I, I you know, I <laughs> deal with it. I deal with it every day. Like <laughs> Leo's be lying. She don't. She don't lie every day, but when she does, <laughs> oh, you lie. <laughs> girl. And then yeah. what's crazy is the facts are there that the lie is clearly a lie, but they're gonna stick to that lie, like. It's they're gonna like, go oh, down the with the ship. You know what? Yeah, that is true. They do stick they're to that line. Mm. They don't stop. That mm-hmm. is hilarious. Yeah, Shayna really, I feel like, really have given Leos a fair shot. You know what I mean? Okay, you know, my great aunt is a Leo too, and she is a mess. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's a mess. It's like one of those things, you know, I was, I caught up with her one day and was just telling her about something and she was like yeah like you've always been you know a traveler like me and I'm like sis we haven't talked in years what you mean like you like what family <laughs> stay trying to like put their name on something oh yeah oh, take credit like, for something be the inspiration for some shit like because right, travel because now the like the love for travel is genetic you know right <laughs> <laughs> It's inherited, <laughs> right? Exactly. I'm like, ma'am, but you know, I let her have that. I didn't argue with her with that. But you were like, yeah, probably. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, I wonder if you're allowed to, as a juror, if you can like ask those kind of questions, like, "What's your birthday?" You know what I mean? Because I feel like that could maybe bring, like, if I'm if I'm sitting there knowing Tory Lanez is a Leo, and I'm just like. Mm. These niggas be lying though. These niggas be lying, you know. Like, are you allowed to know that information as Jerry? Because that can make you biased, honestly. Right. And just thinking about like Aquarians, like they really do mind their business. Like Meg was, li- she didn't deserve that, you know. Like what? I- also, what kind of jurors did they have that didn't know who they were or what the story was? Because yeah. that's the other thing about jury selection. It's like. It's supposed to be a jury of your peers, right? We mm-hmm. all know that that's bullshit because they don't never have that. They just mean like other human beings, basically, because it's definitely not people that look like you or around your age right. or any of that shit. But, you know, they're in L.A. You know, L.A. County is like pretty diverse, I would say. Like there's definitely all different kinds of people there like it seems like most people would have some awareness of who Megan the Stallion is you know what I mean maybe if you don't even know Tory Lanez like yeah so I just wonder how you select jurors if the people you know or is it just truly some like 80 year old white people who just really have no idea and in which in that case it's like also bad you know Mm -hmm. like not a fair trial it's not a fair trial but yeah exactly which is what we said earlier the system is so fucked up anyway so oh lord all right well we'll see what happens with tory lanes moving forward okay moving on um just a quick jeffrey epstein was the creeper who popped up dead but he was Mm -hmm. doing the sex trafficking thing well king charles now yeah you may not have heard that name just yet but King Charles is the new Queen Elizabeth, you know? He has taken the throne after Queenie's death, and his first piece of business is to ban his brother, Prince Andrew, from living on Buckingham Palace. And Prince Andrew, as we know, was running with Jeffrey Epstein, 
fucking them underage girls and being a creep and being inappropriate. And he had already been stripped of his royal title and responsibilities three years ago, but his mother was allowing him to still stay on the property. And if you live on the property, then that means the taxpayers are still paying for your livelihood, right. you know, yeah. still paying for your security, still paying for your food and your clothing and all, everything. You know, you're just basically living on an all-inclusive resort if you live on Buckingham Palace, you know what I mean? Wow. So, um, King Charles, Big Daddy Charles, um, has decided to stretch out that iron fist and bop his younger brother over the head and now that nigga is homeless, I guess. I don't really know. What what do you do? You know, you don't have a job. You don't have your title. That's you don't have your family supporting you. Your mom is what dead. He does have, what he does have is white privilege. And yeah, and trust British me, privilege. just like, yeah, just yeah. like Megan and Harry were offered shelter during yeah. the time of like he's somebody's gonna, gonna reach yeah. yeah it's gonna be Fuck the same nigga. for him <laughs> Fuck Fuck that nigga, sadly sadly creeps like that they really do you know they're they're a part of a different bracket and they have access mm. to so much shit mm. that's so fucked up it is that shit cry. Okay. Um, Meek Mill. Do y'all remember Meek when Meek Mill was getting in all that trouble? And they were trying to have him on probation for like the longest time ever, like a triple probationary sentence and this and that. He couldn't travel out of Philly and whatever. Yep. And that judge and everyone and he said, his lawyer said, that judge, you know, she had it out for him. She was no good. And they were really saying that the judge was being like particularly hard on him, basically, mm -hmm. with the sentence. Well, she just got demoted because they said that she's being she's being accused of being ethically gray, basically, and like being really shady with her judgments. Hmm. And a black woman at that. Oh, she was black. A black woman at that. Oh, shit. Interesting. Meek Mill was right. To be your own people. Literally. Like, she is jamming up people's whole lives just because she's, like, on some sort of power trip or something like yeah. that. And that is horrible. That is absolutely disgusting. And a lot of times we do see it from these white judges. You know what I mean? We do see them being, like, disproportionately harder on black people. And just really being ridiculous, especially like weed sentences and things like that. It's like the, the sentences are not matching the crimes. But to hear if a black lady is at it with them, it's just so, oh, so gross. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm glad that there's someone who's catching on, but I still feel like the bitch shouldn't have a job. You know what I mean? Like, they're moving her to some, like, small claims court or some dumb shit like that. But it's still just, like, you shouldn't be on nobody's bench, honestly. You are an asshole. And you're yeah. not being fair. You're not really upholding the law. Like, that shit's really fucking weird. So I just wanted to say, fuck her publicly. And, <laughs> um, Meek Mill, I still think you're corny, but you were right about that, Meek. You were definitely right about that. I, I'll give you that. The last thing I'm going to talk about, because this other shit I really don't... Well, the one... I'm going to say something else after this. But the last main thing I'm going to talk about is this woman. There was a video of a woman who lost her shit at the airport. I don't know if y'all saw this. A black yeah. lady. She's, like, 
at the gate. She's ripping the computer down. She's knocking the desk over. She's screaming. She's cussing. She's like, yeah. I didn't see the video, but I saw a photo. Yeah, this was like one of the crazier ones that I've seen, where she was just like totally losing it. And at first, I was thinking like, ain't no way she's doing this over missing her flight. You know what I mean? Her flight getting canceled or something like that. Because I just I was like, that can't be the reason. And then I went and read the story and her child was flying as an unaccompanied minor and she was like there to pick the child up from the gate and they didn't know where the child was. Oh, shoot. So like she she lost it. Mm-hmm. So I'm bringing the question to y'all like how do you feel about this? Once you know the story, like, I mean, it was over the top. I'm not going to hold you. Like, she really did a lot of damage and broke a lot of shit. But also, like, the flight attendants lost her child. Or, like, the gate agent or whoever was supposed to be making sure this child got to her did not have the, the minor. And that, to me, is also very serious. And yeah. that yeah. shit ain't cool. I don't know. So I'm just like, damn, she about to be on a no-fly list, but like, child? is it worth it? You know what? I don't know what the update is. I'm sure they did. We would have heard if they really lost the child. That airline would be shut the fuck down. Come on. Yeah. So when that when that type of situation happens, the parent has to arrange with the airline to have that child. Like You, you can purchase an unaccompanied minor ticket for a child. And gotcha. with that from when you check in at the ticket check-in gate, you're then escorted the entire way. Starting there, you're escorted all the way until you get to your your guardian, whoever your parents signed off for you to get picked up by, mm-hmm. until you're with that person. So, like, usually the gate agent will escort you to the gate, and then you'll sit there with the person at the you know not i'm sorry not the gate agent the ticketing person will walk you to the gate you'll sit there with the gate agent and then the flight attendant will then take you to the final whatever yeah so she at her airport i guess she was able to come in to the gate inside of the airport for the pickup as instead of like baggage claim or whatever which i think is you i mean when i was flying unaccompanied minor you could go you didn't traveling to the airport was much different back then but i do remember my parent being able to like meet me at the gate so i guess it was a situation like that but you know she got there and they didn't have her fucking kid i don't know i would probably be trying to lose it too like and you know i don't know if they showed anything you know how people be trying to talk to you like they like you crazy or like yeah right right maybe it was a combination of you don't have my child, and then they try yeah, to talk to her like it's no nothing. urgency, no, right. no urgency, and maybe done. that's right. what took her to the edge. I don't know. Yeah, don't know. right. I'm okay, so this is y'all, y'all in this experience. How are you going to react? I'm probably wouldn't do as much damage as she did, but I'm definitely raving hell in there. I'm yeah. screaming. I'm, 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 I'm just going to say I'm screaming. I'm causing a scene for sure yeah. because I'm calling nine one one and I'm screaming <laughs> for real. Yeah. I'm calling the cops and I'm literally <laughs> cussing everybody out and y'all yeah, can record me all you want, but I'm not. But I'm not gonna break anything. The property damage, you know, I want to stay in the right the whole time. And by breaking something, now I have to face my own charges. You know what I mean? Like, like she was in enraged. 
he was enraged. Like, but I really wanted to bring that up because it's just kind of like, you know, some people don't play about their kids. And also, like, triggers, you know? What is something that happened before with the kids and, like, she... It's a custody thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's already a question of why the kids are flying even unaccompanied. We don't know. She could have been trying to send them to their grandma or send them to their dad or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, that shit is mm. already stressful. So I just... I, you know, I felt something in my heart for that lady. She still, you know, showed her ass and she's going to have to face whatever consequences come with that. But I also, you know, I respect her for being upset about her kids. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think about all the times, like, I flew as an unaccompanied minor, like, literally anything could have happened on those planes. You know what I mean? Anything could have happened at the gate. Anything could happen at any point in that, even though you're pretty, you're relatively supervised. You really are. But still, like, I could be getting up to go to the bathroom on the plane and, like, some guy comes in and, like, tries to rape me in the airplane. You know what I mean? Like, any, literally anything could fucking happen. I don't know. Yeah. But... Yeah, shit's crazy. All right. Well, the last thing I want to say is this 88-year-old man got a, a World War II bomb, like, grenade or whatever, stuck up his butt and, like, had to go to the hospital. And then when he told them that he had a World War One bomb in his butt, they had to evacuate the entire hospital because it was, like, oh, a bomb God. threat. They thought that it was, like, a real bomb and then finally like the bomb squad got called and they found out that it was like a replica or some shit <laughs> what's wrong with it. people what is wrong with people and it like, was stuck in his it was stuck in his butt how it was he up his up? ass you know how you got it up there what was you doing sir <laughs> not you know how you got it <laughs> up there <laughs> wow and regardless if it's the real thing or the replica they should have yeah, and when you say replica, does that mean right? They, can they like it's still gonna blow shit explode, up? Right? No, it doesn't explode or... shit. I guess it just looks like it. Oh, well, where he get that from? Like, he's eighty-eight. Something to me says he was kind of senile, but I still don't know why he put it in his fucking butt. Like, bro, what was you going through? Well, let's think about it. Hmm. Whose care were you under? Like, are you alone at 88? Like, there's so many questions. All I'm getting from it is it was just, he was having a a wild night or something. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's good. 88-year-olds, they get, they, they could still, they could still round. (laughs) They could still, you know, I guess, but he went too far. You got to keep your hand on that thing. You know what I mean? You really can't (laughs) let go. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. It'll float away. Okay. That's all I have for nosy news this week. A kind of mixed bag there, but because of the holiday, um, it wasn't really shit going on, thankfully. You know, niggas were celebrating Christmas, which is great. And speaking of Christmas, Merry Christmas to you niggas. I hope that y'all had a nice time. And um, yes. did you? Did anybody get any? I'm just preface with saying I haven't gotten my gifts yet. I don't get any gifts until January because my family wasn't ready for Christmas in December this year. So we're gonna reconnect around my sister's birthday time with the gifts. But did anybody mm-hmm. get 
something that they really wanted or they like are really excited to have gotten or was it just kind of like spending time with loved ones vibes yeah it was more spending time like I feel like I don't know like I I wasn't as in the Christmas spirit as I have been I didn't put up a tree no decorations we didn't even have traditional like Christmas dinner Mm -hmm. gifts was just more so gift cards and different stuff but yeah um, it was just different this year I think like the year has been so busy for me personally and for a lot of other people like it was just like just another day and get a chance to spend time with your loved ones but right I was the only I was excited about getting new luggage that was cool oh yeah that's a nice one one. right Mm -hmm. because you on the go now girl yes (laughs) that was my Christmas Shayna I saw that you had a little staycation bitch that was cute I did I did that was nice like I went I stayed at this hotel in Beverly Hills it was cute I went to brunch it didn't really feel like Christmas you know like really just felt like a day like just any other day but usually like I don't decorate for Christmas so I kept that same energy this year but I did want to do something so ended up like doing that yeah I um definitely randomly kind of got into the holiday spirit a little bit when I decided to surprise my mom for Christmas and she was really surprised like she's not a crier at all but I heard a little you know the little thing in her throat like she didn't actually cry but I heard it you know I heard it and I was just like Oh, she was really touched. And then after that, she was like, I'm just so excited that you're here. Like, I can't believe you're here. <laughs> so it was really cute. Um, That kind of was nice to like, you know, that was really all she wanted was for me to come home anyway. So right. that was the least I could do when I w- really wasn't about to be doing shit anyway. And, and it turned mm-hmm. out to be nice because I saw some of my extended family that I haven't seen in years and years, you know, like, you know, some of our, my family we would rotate houses every other Christmas. Like either they would come to our house or we would go to their house. And then like after high school, I just, I stopped coming home for Thanksgiving, Christmas, we started doing our own thing or whatever. And it's just like, it's been 15 years since I've gone over there for the holiday and like seen her grandma and all that shit. You know what I mean? Like these people that were very big in my childhood that I just haven't seen for a really long time. So that was like really sweet to spend some time with them. And um, yeah, you know, it was nice. Um, I'm really am hoping for a gift though in January because I really (laughs) want, um, I want to be a caviar girly, you know, I want to be a caviar girly, but the caviar I want is like a hundred dollars. So I'm hoping that, you know, my mom and my sister or the two of them combined come together and like buy me some expensive ass food to eat so I can, <laughs> I can do a little spread at home. Uh, I've, been in, I've been influenced by TikTok and now I'm like pressed to do it. I'm dead. I know, it's horrible. Adulting, adulting. Oh, it's horrible. It's like caviar. Yeah. Yes, there's so many cute little ways to eat it. Like I've, I've, I've of course had it on the little pancake, the little Bellini. You know, I've had it that way with the creme fraiche. I've had the caviar bumps, but I've never had it on a on a Dorito, which I hear is incredible. 
Dorito with creme fraiche with the caviar on top. I've okay. never had it. Um, they have caviar butter that you eat on toast. Bet mm. you didn't know about that. I did not know. Haven't had that. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a few combinations that I feel like I really should do myself the honor. Mm. I should do myself the honor of trying, you know? I feel so, like I would I would enjoy the Dorito one over the <laughs> toast of butter. Because I don't know if I... I kind of like having my caviar and the little, like, you know, bumps or, like, to have mm-hmm. it, like, all over the A big bite. Yeah, yeah, like, I don't know if I could handle that. But you never know unless you try it. Exactly. Yeah. If I could become a caviar girly and get, like, a nice treat myself, like, once a quarter, I would do that shit. I would definitely do that. I'm yeah. all about the, you know, food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Period. <laughs> How much? How much is it? I don't think I ever really like bought. Anything there's myself, a whole. There's a whole food, range, right? Can't yeah, no, at Whole Foods. Okay. Yeah, they have like you know they have like eleven dollar caviar for like a little small thing. They might have like in the thirties or the twenties or whatever. Whole Foods sells. Yeah. You know. What I mean? a, you said it's a hundred dollars. Yes. Mm. It is, and that's actually not <laughs> even. That's not even like high high end like they have on this one website i was looking on they have caviar on there for over three hundred dollars like i don't know what what those fish are doing and why their babies are so valuable but (laughs) it's incredible all right well that was fun let's talk about the two cents (laughs) Two cents, a two cents, two cents, two cents, let me hear you now. Okay, Cece, I literally ripped this right out of your book. I felt like you would have some good perspective. Right. So, yeah, you know, you had shared with me that with your weight loss journey, you've been getting some mixed reviews or you've been hearing about some mixed opinions on being both someone who is like an advocate of body positivity and being plus size and being confident and blah 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 but also losing weight and like how some people are trying to say that that's like contradictory right is that what's going on more or less yeah pretty pretty much yeah that's definitely what's going on um was it some public comments that you got or private comments it was more so private comments and like some of these people I met in body positive groups and, mm-hmm. um, you know, would celebrate me when I was posting all types of things with me eating food or, you know, food related things or just like, you know, just a lot of different things that now I post the opposite. And now it's just right. like, they'll say little rude things. Um, right nothing public on any posts at least I haven't seen anything but it's more so like dming me on instagram or facebook with little slick comments mm-hmm. little slick comments like I think I posted something before about just um oh you know I've accomplished like my my goals for losing weight um oh I lost I don't know two three pounds this week I'm pressing to, you know, I'll say, oh, I want to lose like 
three more and then it'll be like nobody needs to know about like how much weight you lost or oh what was the one um oh who cares <laughs> just like okay that's oh cool. wow yeah oh my God. just the fact that you even receive that type of feedback in yeah. a private dm like the goal because you know I right know. the audacity people always think this or maybe they might share share that shit with someone else but like to say it directly to you in that way yeah. is so gross and i but get a lot me of the, crazy go okay. ahead now i was saying i also get a lot of like you know the emojis on your phone the one that like looks like they're rolling your eyes like mm-hmm. I, get a, I get a lot of those too i'm like okay mm-hmm. <laughs> so i did want to start i was supposed to start this off by asking if you could share a little bit about your weight loss journey in general because i know <laughs> that like you literally have you know it's it's a roller coaster for all of us like we both talked about how we you know we're big growing up lost weight b- before gained weight back, lost weight again, but share, share with us like your own experience. Yeah. So I've been a plus size curvy girl since I've been young. Um, and I was always comfortable in my own skin. I mean, I will say there was a certain point where like maybe middle school going into high school where I felt uncomfortable with my body and just, you know, I look different than a lot of the people I was around and just not knowing how to dress myself appropriately and would fit me and different things. So it was a little uncomfortable period. And then I don't know, something happened and I was just like owning it. I, no matter how big I was, I just, I found cute clothes. I dressed myself, presented myself, um, you know, it was very presentable, different things. Um, I just love who I am, who I was, who I am now. But um, I do, I will say in 2016 is when I turned yeah, I turned. I think I turned thirty in twenty sixteen. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Okay. I was like, you know, I'm getting into this next stage of life. I got to get my health together because um, I was experiencing different things. You know, when you have a lot more weight on your body, it's harder to go up steps. You know, sometimes your body swells in different areas you don't want it to. I was just experiencing right. things. So, twenty sixteen, I was like, you know what? Let me get it together. I joined the gym. Um, I started going to classes, like uh, fitness classes. I fell in love with Zumba and then um, kept doing Zumba, kept my weight loss journey. I did everything natural, you know, healthy eating. I was doing some products called Herbalife. It was really like great having meal supplements, things like that. 2017, I got certified to be a Zumba instructor, even still plus size, um, I was killing classes. Like a lot of people joined my classes that helped still motivate me to keep active and fit. And so my personal weight loss journey, I started at about almost 400 pounds and was able to go down naturally to about the lowest I got naturally was about 292. Damn. So I did that myself within a whole year. So I was very oh. And just like hell yeah, in a year, Mm -hmm. bitch, that's incredible. (laughs) It was a lot, and um, I've always been a body positive person. I love my plus size ladies, men, just folks in general. In general, always promoted you know events that I would do that represented the plus size, curvy, whatever you you know whatever you call it. Um, Then pandemic happened, and the pandemic was a derailed all of us. Yeah. It, yeah, you know, I was in a routine. I was teaching like six classes a week, 
going to work. I know I was active out, you know, the pandemic allowed me to stay in and people who know me, I, I don't really be in the house. I'm always out on the go. So the pandemic slowed me down, made me stay in. And my favorite pastime was Uber Eats or going to club Walmart. Cause that's, that's the only place you can really go is go to Walmart. Right. So I pretty much gained like my, all my weight that I, that I lost. Yeah. I gained right. all of it back. Um, and it wasn't until I got a new PCP and got all this different blood work done that I found out that I was pre-diabetic. I never knew just, I found I was pre-diabetic. I had some high blood pressure stuff going on. Um, again, my ankles and legs would swell all the time. Like it was just, it was a lot going on. So they said, you know, they never made me feel bad about being my size, but they just said, Hey, in order for some of these things to, to not happen anymore, you got to, you got to lose your Get weight. Get serious. Yeah. Yeah. So I started naturally on my own, but it just was so hard. You know, this pandemic just like created this, I don't care about the calories. I don't yeah. care whatever I see. So it was hard for me, but I slowly started. And then um, my physician assistant told me about different ways that could help me lose weight and one being weight loss surgery. So for me, as soon as somebody tells me something, I automatically, I'm, I'm researching it. I'm up at 2 a.m. What mm -hmm. is weight loss surgery? And right. read about like all the different types, different things. So I was like, you know what? I thought about it for a while. It was a while. I thought about it. I'm like, oh, now I'm going to try this and do this naturally. But it just was not doing it. Like I could not stay motivated. Like it's just the, the pounds was not, I wasn't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me schedule a consulta consultation just to see what it's all about. And um, it was supposed to be a free consultation. Well, I ended up being the only one who signed up. So they said, we want you just coming for a real consultation. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going there in the mindset. I'm just going to ask questions. I'm not going to decide right then and there to move forward with it. Nothing. So I went in, talked to all the people. The people there was super, super nice. Um, they told me the process of how you do weight loss surgery, how you have several choices. So that consultation turned into like, like I took that night. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just go and do it. I mean, it's not like you get it right away. I still have time right. to back. I didn't, but um. Mm -hmm. So within about three and a half months, I went through various tests. They make you do all types of tests. You got to get your heart checked, your lungs checked, your mind checked. You know, you go through a psych evaluation. You got to show them that you can lose weight every month. Um, so every month was a weigh-in. So naturally, I lost about 30 pounds um, before actual surgery. And um, I had surgery February of this year. So almost a year out. Um, and I ended up getting the gastric bypass. Um, and um, yeah, now I would say I started... Um, sorry, my eye. I started with them at about 360. And I, as of today, I'm about 244.5. So I lost Damn. a lot yeah. of weight since February. And um, yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like there's some people who I've always been bigger than them. I'm like, 
they're like, dang, you're like smaller than me. Now I'm like, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy as you experience it and go through it. Um, mm -hmm. I used to be a person who's like, oh, they're taking the easy way out. You know, that's the easy way. But now being on the opposite side, like I can say it's, there's nothing easy about it. And um, mm. it, took, it took for me to go through it to now understand what those other people were talking about because it, um, you know, you go through a lot, even trying to get to the surgery. It's like appointment after appointment after appointment. You're spending so much money even before you get the actual surgery. And then it's mm -hmm. also you, you know, keeping in mind, like you want to show that you can lose this weight. So even after it, you know, just experiencing all the pain that comes with it. I mean, there's so much pain and it's stages of pain and, right. um, you know, not being able to eat certain things that you're used to eating. I mean, even now, like I can eat better, but there are certain things I used to eat all the time. Like it depends on how the chicken is prepared or how certain things, you know, different ingredients might mess me up one day, but might be okay the next. So it's like right. relearning your body, relearning how to eat again. <laughs> and, um, even even then it's still difficult like you go through this thing called dumping syndrome if you eat the wrong shit you're throwing up you're you um get really sick um it's it's a lot so i'm here now i'm still actively doing my thing in the gym mm -hmm. still teaching zumba still being a body positive person and just encouraging people just to be on your own healthy journey um right people think a healthy journey is just losing weight. A healthy journey means whatever you want it to mean. I mean, not all the time the scale moves for me, but I know I feel better. I feel better about myself in the inside and the outside. You know what I'm saying? Right. I never was one of them girls. Oh my gosh, being fat made my life move myself at this point. Man, <laughs> as a four, almost a 400 plus, a 400 pound woman, I was out here I was pulling niggas. Um, <laughs> period. Like, period. Nothing, nothing right. stopped me. It wasn't, you know, I didn't have low self-esteem, nothing. Right. Always just comfortable with who I am, who I was. And that's why it pisses me off when people who know me and know that right. about, that I'm a genuine person. They're, they they're still... But I do want to point out something you said. I'm glad you just brought it back full circle. You said earlier you were like, I used to think that it was taking the easy way out. Yeah. Yeah. So was that, what do you think that was? Were you hating or like, you know what I mean? Like what, because I feel like that's basically what these other people are treating you like too. Like she just took the easy way out and now she yeah. want to be skinny, blah, blah, blah. Like, is, think do you think that stems from like, where I don't know um I know for me in the context of when I said that it was like I know I was like personally working out with somebody who who had the surgery back before I even had it. yeah yeah and um I think for me she was posting like these results and everything as if it was like as if it oh I see actually I see happening and in my mind, I'm like, well, she needs to say that, say what it is. Like, it's mm. not just, it's not just those particular actions of why she's dropping so fast. It's mm -hmm. like other piece too. 
And then I'm like, you know what? It's cool. I, like she took the easy way out. Like I, I guess in a part of me, maybe I was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but also why, they were you felt like they were kind of being deceitful about the, the shit yes yes yeah. and I mm-hmm. think that's where it just all kind of came into play but um I but mean you're not that, like that you're so upfront about exactly what you yeah. decided to do and what the process has been like even sharing so much as to say like this shit is really hard or I don't <laughs> feel good or whatever like you've definitely been so open about it so to still mm-hmm. see, you know, that people yeah. are still be- rolling their eyes about it or whatever. It's like, it's just annoying. Um, it's really yeah. annoying. Because like people who follow you, you know, you both have this podcast, you have this platform, people are watching you, listening to what you're saying, what you're doing. So if I'm on my platform saying, yeah, I'm losing weight and um you could lose this much weight in this amount of time. Like I'm saying, yeah, I lost yeah. over a hundred pounds in, I don't know, eight months. People are going to think, damn, well, I could go ahead and do that too. Not knowing like, no, like I have a, yeah. I have a something helping why, me right. as, as right. well. So I, I want to always be a friend. Cause someone, it's crazy. You said that someone reached out to me. who used to come to my Zumba classes. Like, girl, I need to know what you're doing. What are you doing? Um, can you tell me what you're doing and how you're losing all this weight? I said, listen, mm-hmm. honestly, I got weight loss. I started, I was like, well, I got mm-hmm. weight loss surgery, but you still do have to do a lot of work on your own. This is just a tool for us. Yeah, right, right. It's a tool. So, you know, you still have to work with that tool in order to get those particular results. So, yeah, I try to be as upfront as I can. And if anybody ever had any questions, like, there's stories like that where I want to tell people about my experience to maybe yeah. help them. Maybe they had questions about, you know, that particular something. Yeah. Yeah. So there's good. There's a lot of good. I would say 90% positive, but there's that, that little 10%. You just got people who just say weird shit. So, yeah. Okay. So block them niggas. <laughs> Yeah, they, they've been blocked or they've deleted. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is so fascinating. Okay, the self-motivation. Where do you pull that from? Like, because that, we Shana and I have talked about this a lot. And Shana, you can, like, speak on this more. But, like, the self-starter in my car is broken. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. The clicker is not clicking. I don't have the motivation and that's such a big part of any anything we're doing yeah yeah you definitely have to motivate yourself for me my motivation comes from how I feel like I know when I'm not doing like my healthy eating and not doing what I need to do because then I start feeling bloated I start feeling Mm -hmm. sleepy and I'm like, you know what? That starts to get me motivated. All right, it's time to get my butt into the gym. It's time for me to stop eating like all this, these chips and candy and everything because it's making me feel crappy. Right. So for me, my body tells me like the way it feels is like what motivates me. And then mm-hmm. I will also say what motivates me is looking at pictures of where I once was to mm-hmm. where I am now. And just 
thinking, okay, I've worked so hard to get to this point. Let me motivate myself to get out there so I can right. continue to, mm -hmm. to reach the goals that I want. So that that's definitely a motivation for me. See, I, that's so funny that you say that because I literally avoid my like old pics, like the plague. Like I do not look at them. Like I won't even post. You know, like people be posting like throwbacks and stuff. Like I don't yeah. really even be posting like certain pictures because I'm just like, this is recent, but this is also like really a long time ago, and it's like a different. It feels like a totally different life now. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. What about okay. you, Shana? Look at them, you'd be like, dang, what? Right. Yeah. Get back to that. <laughs> right, right. In the past, I've had a history of. When I set my mind to something, it usually gets done. But more recently, it's been a bit harder to like buckle down and stay the course, like finding your why, you know, like mm -hmm. the whole why behind just wanting to eat healthier, like be more active and things like that. And I will say, I do look at um, previous like old photos and things mm -hmm. like that. I just think about as it relates to body positivity, looking at these pictures from the past and being like, wow, at that time, I thought I was bigger and I still mm -hmm. wasn't like happy with my body or like thinking about yeah. like, I historically have never really been completely satisfied with my body. Like even when I was as slim as, I don't know what, like right. I remember when I went to Dominican Republic one time and I had on this like bikini and I just remember thinking like, wow, even back then, even though my stomach, like in the photo now looking at it, I'm like, well, my stomach was flat. But back then I remember thinking like, I have a stomach or whatever the case is. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's crazy how you don't realize the body dysmorphia that you subconsciously yeah. have been like going through the whole time. It is. For real. Yeah. <laughs> but that leads me to the next question about um, body positivity, being in different body positivity groups, like what tips do you have for people who may be having some challenges? Um, yeah, I would say, I mean, one of the biggest things is just to love yourself, to love who you are, regardless of anything, of what people say, what people may write about you, say about you, whatever, just loving yourself unconditionally. And, and that includes loving your body as well. Um, for me, like in the body positive groups that I am in, there's like women who just, they've gone through so much more than what I've ever experienced. Right. And yet they are out here just motivating us to keep loving who we are, keep loving our bodies and that all bodies are beautiful. They just show so much love and just respect overall. And the fact that they could continue to do this type of work and then still get all types of hate um, mm -hmm. is a beautiful thing. So, I mean, mm -hmm. I guess you look at it like not everybody's going to like you. Not everybody's going to like the way you look um not everybody's like your personality but as long as you love you love who you are who you're becoming and everything that's really all that matters and that's what I've learned I love my body mm -hmm. um throughout it all right and uh I'm going to continue to love my body I'm going to continue to love on myself and I think that's what people don't do they're just so concerned and wrapped up into what everyone else says they just lose sight of themselves and I don't know it, it definitely saddens me because there's so many more people out there who who experience 
this on a scale of needing people to talk to or right. want to see help. I, I'm happy to be able to have like outlets like this, you know, like your podcast yeah. to be able to express that and be okay. Like I'm, I'm okay, but there's so many more people who need just a person to listen to them. And um, right. Yeah. This whole body positive thing is just, it's yeah. a lot easier said <laughs> than done for sure. Cause is, I like, I literally view myself as like a very confident person, but like internally, right. you know, I'm so hard on myself. Like yeah. it's mm-hmm. such a like 50, it could be 50, 50 for me. You know what I mean? Like 50 positive, 50 negative, because I yeah. literally, it's like every day, every outfit, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like every, I'm so critical. So it's definitely easier said than done, but I think that we do have to give ourselves more grace for sure. And just like you said, love on yourself. I always think about how like I'll spend money on, you know, I'll spend money on literally anything, but like, I don't go get massages. You know what I mean? I don't like do spa stuff. I don't like, you know, have like a really elaborate self-care daily or weekly routine you know what I mean I'm mm-hmm. just really doing the basics and it's like that's part of it too you know what I mean like you really right. gotta like take care of your body literally like in all okay. ways yeah exactly mm-hmm. so um mm-hmm. that's definitely the message for me that I'm taking out of this because yeah there's so many things that I can do to thank my body for like literally getting me through life every day you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. so many things and it's just like you know I'm always focused on what my body's not doing right yeah I'll be reading different stuff on people's posts who are like body positive advocates and different things Mm -hmm. like you're promoting that it's okay to eat all this food they always associate Mm -hmm. it with like yeah yeah eating to excess and it's like I really don't even be eating to excess I just have bad eating habits you know what I mean like I'm not sitting there eating like seven pizzas and like whatever yeah it's not it's not even what people think right you know what I mean like I'm thinking at 11 30 at night and then going to sleep like you know what I mean like I'm just I have the habits around it are fucked up the hate comes from such a place of disinformation not knowing like right surround yourself with people who support you like even if it's not your family like literally like cc said like she's been a part of like certain groups or whatever like there's literally community out there and (laughs) for everything yeah Yeah. because like i'm the type of person where it's like i don't want to be enabled by the people around Mm -hmm. me you know what i mean i don't want to be enabled i don't i certainly don't want to be fetishized you know so yeah. I definitely can't, you can't be in certain groups, but there are groups that are like, we Very cute, confident. we kind of want to work out, we want to do this, we want to, you know, tighten up yeah. a little bit, like, you, you know, you have to really kind of find your tribe, but they're definitely out there, they're definitely out there, and mm-hmm. they get it, it's helpful to be around people who literally get it, you know what I mean, it's gonna be a roller coaster. even I think about my dad, and my dad's weight, like, literally yo-yo and it's such a crazy record to have with movies being like through the years seeing like the different sizes like his whole face shape is different in certain movies compared to others so it's like 
I mm-hmm. understand that it's a lifelong thing, keeping it real. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that yeah. shit is a lifelong journey. So we're just at like still very early days of this shit, but I am in agreement with you, CC, about the health implications. Mm-hmm. I know that we we don't have any say on how we kick the bucket, but I do not want it to be from like a heart attack or like a blood clot or like mm. diabetes or something like that. Like things that I really have a say in helping to prevent. I need to be doing my part. We could talk about this for days. I'm so happy that you came on to talk with us, CC, mm. and like literally it is such a journey but it is nice being around people that are like-minded that's really real and you're very positive you're just very positive in general like cc don't even really be talking shit all the time you know like (laughs) sometimes i'll be trying to like talk shit in her office and she's like well maybe they're just like going through something you know like she's always like finding like (laughs) reason i'm like no fuck that (laughs) <laughs> right should be like damn let me go find somebody else to be negative <laughs> I'll be texting her like oh my god I stubbed my toe and she'll be like I'm so sorry that it happened to you <laughs> that is that is the sweetest <laughs> no literally no for real yeah so the last part of our show today is yeah. horror stories and I, I did give you a heads up on this so I'm hoping that you have something to share with us. Okay, dang. I guess I think when Sydney brought this up, I started telling her about this horror story from like when I was younger, maybe 15, 14, 15, something like mm-hmm. that. And um, I was in high school and me and my uh, best friend at the time, you know, we're in high school, just out and about. And we ran into these two dudes who was like trying to holler I'm like okay like oh they're cute whatever so um they ended up hanging around with us as we were just hanging out in this area so later that day they're like hey let's meet back up again let's go to this place called the shadow lounge this was in pittsburgh mm-hmm. like bet okay so we go back to my friend's house we're getting dressed and we're all like oh my gosh you know like getting ready for this whatever it was about to be Wait, no. wasn't Shadow Lounge like a 21 and up spot or like at least 18 and up or was it not? I don't know. They apparently, no, because I was 18 in there. Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like they was just like, they could get us in because they were older. So we were like, uh, right. okay. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know. Say, I just like, like if you're meet us at 15. Yeah. I know it was about 15, 14, 15. And they were like, meet us at Shadow Lounge. We're going to go. Like back How old like, did you, how old did you say they were about? They were about 17, 18. Okay. So they're okay. a few years older than us. Yeah. Um, so we go back and then we lie to her mom because I was staying the night over her house. We <laughs> lie to her mom. She's like, where are you going? Oh, we're, we're going to go. I don't know what we said, but we lied. We never said nothing about no boys because she would have never let us go. <laughs> right. So we go. And, you know, back in the day, we had those like Nokia yes the little block the little yeah. like brick thing <laughs> yeah y'all was playing snake on that motherfucker yes right. <laughs> so i think i forget one of them called one of our phones they're like yeah we're over here by the shuttle launch but it's not open i'm like okay 
But we could go back to the one who, who was talking to my friend was like, yeah, but my uncle lives right around the corner. We could go hang out there until they open up. They were like, um, okay. He's like, no, I mean, he just lives right around the corner, like reassuring us, knowing damn well, like this isn't the right move. So we go to this uncle's house and the uncle was there, um, you know, introduced himself, whatever. It's like, he low key was looking at the dudes, like giving them a thumbs up. Like, I don't know this thing. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, like, okay, son. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> like <laughs> okay son. It was just weird. So we're all sitting in the living room area and, um, you know, we're talking and stuff. And then the guy, I forget, I forget these people's names, but the guy who I, who was into me, yeah, yeah, he was like, Hey, let's go somewhere. Like, you know, spend some time together. I'm like, well, there's nowhere else to go. This is a one bedroom, like high rise apartment. Like, yes. <laughs> so he's like, Oh, we can go into the bathroom. I'm like, Oh my God. So my friend was like, no, nah, we're cool right here. He's like, no, we'll just be right over there. I was like, um, yeah, we should just stay here. He's like, no, nah, it'll be fine. It'll only be for a, a little bit so we can get them their space. I'm like, um, okay. So we go in the bathroom and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't know. I just was like, you know, this is my stage of like, I, I really wasn't rocking with dudes, but I thought it was cute because I like, you know, I'm into females, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So like, I'm like, okay, so I'm out. He's sitting on like the toilet with the toilet seat down, sitting on, on the right. toilet. Right. I'm in the this corner. Is such a goofy ass plan, but go ahead. Goofy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I was like in the corner by the door. Boys will say anything. That's crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> when I look back at my young self, I'm like, yeah, I was so, so naive. But, um, right. He's like, well, why are you all the way over there? I'm like, oh, I'm just over here. He's like, oh, I'm sitting on my lap. So I'm like, oh my God. So I go to sit on this man's lap and we're just talking. And then all of a sudden I feel something on my hand. This nigga done brought his whole dick out just for no reason. I mean, I wasn't even given those type of vibes. Like right. that I that I wanted to even do anything with this dude. Right. Right. He just out. He's like, why don't you touch it? It's yours. I'm like, I said, no. It's good. yours. He said it's my. I just met this dude. I just met this dude. Right. He's like, it's yours. I'm like, no, I said, I'm okay. And then my friend, as soon as I'm going to the door, my friend's coming to the door. He's, she's like, here's your coat. It's time to go. So, right, because he's probably being creeped up. Another, the other creep creep out there. there. The other creepers out there talking about the shoes. <laughs> Same right. shit. So we get our coats and we're, we run down the steps. Man was maybe on the second floor of this high rise okay. building. We run down the steps. And we just start running, like you're not from Pittsburgh, Shana, but I'm trying to give you. Yeah, I, you said you said this is around like where the Whole Foods is now, right? Yeah, like that area. Yeah. But there used to be these apartment buildings that sat and they like, connected above. via a bridge or yeah, something. I've heard bridge. about this a lot. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we're just running, and then they they were like they had to put their shoes and shit and come back on, but we can yeah. go. Yo, why y'all running? And we're just. Running, 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 running. <laughs> and so we get to that bridge area. Meanwhile, I had on like these little boots with a little heel. And I'm like, my feet is hurting. She's like, come on, we got to We got to go. So we're just running in the middle of East Liberty. Cold as hell. It was like a winter day. Mm-hmm. And um, we could just hear them yelling, yelling for us. And then we find this little um, area under that bridge where this trash can kind of enclosed us. So mm-hmm. like 
we hid behind this trash can and they're like we could hear them just like running past yelling like where y'all at where y'all at and like we turned by this time we had why would they even run it chasing after you right this shit was scary as hell it was so scary to me that is (laughs) that was honestly it's so how did y'all get home? How, y'all just walked home? Like, well, her luckily where she lived was not too far from East Liberty. She lived in a place okay. called Lincoln Larmer, like the okay, Lincoln yeah. Larmer area. So that's like yeah. right near East Liberty. But um, we hid there until we didn't hear them no more. We had even turned like our phones off at that point in case they tried to call. It them. rang, oh, yeah, yeah. So we we made our way towards like the we were taking the back streets to get to her house. But I, I swear, at some point we we had seen them briefly, but we just kept going. And then from there, like they tried calling us, we never answered. And then I kid you not, like maybe a year later, I see the dude again that was in talking. Mm-hmm. To- Right. And he remembered who I was. Oh and my gosh. Asked me for my number again. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. So that right. I would say in my little periods of like doing dumb shit, that was probably like yeah. <laughs> right. That's right. the perfect a- combo of a horror and a horror story. Like that's exactly yes. that's quintessential. I just feel like if we would have stayed maybe like she was my friend was getting them vibes like they was trying to like rape us or some shit like i don't know no no but literally no but literally because why do you pull his dick out and be like baby it's yours like are you fucking joking yeah Uh, it was just terrible and like it was just not i you know i wasn't into penises and just like (laughs) it was was just too much i mean he probably would have made a woman happy because it was like a big swung the big well endowed. <laughs> so, so I was like, "Pump your brakes, sir." But yeah, they were That's in the middle. Crazy. He's running after us, trying to chase us. Maybe they thought we were going to go tell somebody. I don't know. Right? Yeah. And then his uncle had us at the. And then the uncle had us at the house. We're underage, like you know. Yeah, you got these little ass girls, right? And and you're like winking, right? Hey, yeah, like. But me and my girl, we still we still talk about that shit to this day. Like it's just it's funny now, but in that moment, right? It's like scary. Honestly, I feel like we've all had some weird situation like that. I had a weird situation like that. Friends and got like girlfriends and guy friends when they Mm -hmm. join forces and they go out to somebody's house one on the guys end, and it's just. Mm It's always something weird, like always something that makes you feel like, wow, I was really out here living on the edge. Literally. No, I have an experience like that where I literally went, I was pumping gas at a gas station and this like older man in a nice car, like tried to say something to me while I was pumping gas. And like, I don't know if he paid for my gas or like just was like talking to me while I was pumping the gas or whatever but for whatever reason I gave this man my number and I was probably like I was substantially younger than him I don't know that I was a minor because I don't think I would have been down there I was probably in my like early 20s like maybe 20 or 21 something like that and this Mm -hmm. nigga was probably like 60 like 55 60 or something like that and he got my number and then um he was like come come meet me later like come meet me later and there was like a park right across the street from this gas station where i'm pumping my gas and i know that because 
I would smoke weed there with my homeboys. Like that was kind of like a place that was safe to post up. And like, you could, you could be in your car, you could be outside of your car. It was like kind of well lit or whatever. The mm-hmm. nigga was like, just pull up on me like across the street or whatever. And then he was just like in the car, in my mom's car with me. And then he was like, let's get in the back seat. And I was like, what? Like, I thought we were just going to smoke. Like, I don't know. I started getting freaked out. Mm-hmm. And then um, he was like trying to, I think he might have even kissed me or like reached across, kissed me or was like something like that. And I was just like, I think I have to go. Like, started getting so panicked. But I'm like... <laughs> what what are you about to do you know what I mean like what the you know like where is this about to go like niggas just be doing dumb ass shit and by the grace of God every time we've made come out right we've made it we've made it thank God we made it through our dumb ass decision making yeah okay well great show great time with UCC (laughs) we like literally been talking for how long Okay, yeah, yeah. we've been talking for a long time. Do you want to shout out your social media? Sure, you can follow me on Instagram at cc.calhoun, C-A-L-H-O-U-N. And I'm on Facebook as just Catherine Calhoun. Oh my God. There you go. <laughs> and you know where to find us at Sign Me Up Podcast on social media, sign me up podcast at gmail.com. I'm at Sydney Poppins too. I'm Cheeky Bobby and happy new year, y'all. Oh um, yeah, happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. This is crazy. We're literally about to be in 2023. What? Yeah. How has it been 23 years since the new millennium, bro? That shit is really crazy. Crazy. Hey. Wow. All right. Well, that's another episode of Time Your Podcast signing out.